Hey, how's it going? What's happening? <laughs> All right. Uh, firstly, uh, happy Diwali. Do you celebrate Diwali over there? I do. Uh, I mean, it's a bit hard because of lockdown and stuff, but uh, happy Diwali to you as well. Uh, I should be going home this weekend to see my parents, but uh, it's all so very tame. India? No, no, no. New Jersey. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> all right. You're in New York, right? Yes. Oh, great. How, how's, it, how's the climate when, uh, you know, Biden won? Like, it's the, how's it right now? Everyone's relieved and excited. Uh, we all know there's a lot more work to do. Um, but uh, it's, a, it's a good first step. And uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully by January, Trump's uh, bullshit is over in terms of challenging stuff and all this nonsense. And uh, people mm. will get tired of all the crap he's trying to put out. Um, and then, uh, you know, we'll be back and uh, hopefully uh, uh, starting to make some change, you know undoing right. everything he's done and yeah undoing yeah major part will be undoing yeah right all right firstly you know i'm just saying it right there zoo idiot congratulations on zoo idiot i saw the pilot thank just you. before this thank you <laughs> and it's really funny thank you very much yeah, it was a labor of love we put together uh we put it together over my co-creator co-writer uh, over like Six months, seven months um, of just. So as soon as the lockdown started, this was before our first project you started working. It's probably like a month after. Um, a, a friend right. of mine approached me with an idea, um, and I told him that idea wasn't as good as it could have been. And uh, I went back. I told him, uh, "Give me a minute. Let me partner with a friend of mine. We'll pitch you something." Uh, so hmm. we pitched it. Stuff. We pitched this idea, and him and his friends who were like putting the money behind it loved it, and so. My friend Buki and I sort of developed it, created it, wrote it all. Um, it's a very iterative process to get to what um, you see there. But, you know, uh, it took so long because it's only two of us doing everything. Right, exactly. That's what, because it's also animation. And yeah, animation yeah. shall take time too, right? Yeah, I mean, our, our, we, we hired a guy to, do animator, uh, to be an animator, Rob Lynch, who's done tremendous work. And if you see what, you know, he's done on this pilot, like it, you know, it, it's uh, on par with what you see on Comedy Central or uh, Adult Swim been, or Cartoon Network yeah. or anything. Yeah. So. That's nice. But, uh, well, thank you. Yeah. Zooidiots.com. It'll take you to the pilot. Um, uh, on tell YouTube. everyone, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Zooidiots. And, uh, but, all right. Okay. You, you were on SNL. And that's the most. I was a writer there. I was not on the show. I was a writer. Yes. There. You were a writer. You were a writer on SNL. And I have, I have a few questions around. Well, can I go for it? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll just tell you if I'm not going to answer them. Let <laughs> <laughs> me cut that out. Yeah. And so, firstly, how, how does it work? Like, how does a writer get into it? That's what I'm asking. Like, do you have an audition? How does that audition go? Well, it varies for a lot of people. Um, you know, the standard thing is you send in a packet, which is a writer's packet. Um, and then the producers there look at it. And, um, what do you write in the writer's packet though? Like a bit? Know, sketches, sketches, sketches and jokes. Um, and then uh, 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 other people, they'll audition via um, the New Faces Comedy Festival. I mean, the New Faces part of the Just for Last Festival. Um, the mm. SNL people there will be like, oh, this person's interesting, have them audition. And if they make the audition, then they might get on cast or they might 
you know, if they weren't strong enough or for whatever reason, um, they didn't see them as cats, they might become right. writers. Yeah. Um, for me, it was a, a friend of mine recommended me. Um, and then I got the job. So. That's nice. You were, you were there for a year? A season, yeah. Season. That's right. That's nice. Season how, how's, how, how's it working over there? It's intense, but fun. You know, everyone's super funny, but everyone's also super focused. And uh, 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 it's, uh, it's cool being a cultural touch point for the country, you know? Um, it was Trump's first year as president, I believe, first full year or... Um, oh, so were you were there when Chappelle hosted? No, I was there a year after the first time he hosted. So he hosted the first time, I think, oh, the, the Four first time years I yeah, November of 2016. I joined September of 2017. Um, okay. But it was so six six months into seven months into Trump's full presidency, when you know Stormy Daniels was happening, and uh, mm. uh, that was like the big news for Trump at that point. Um, and the Russian investigation had just started kicking off. Um, so you know it was a it was a constant stream of bullshit. Um, yeah. Because I wrote an update, so. No, you were on update. So what I was, I was exactly what I was asking. Like, are you constantly just following news? Are you stuck in that? Uh, I was like, when I was at the show. Um, the show requires, you know, constant paying attention to um, what's going on in the world of politics. And I really just wanted to kill myself because at some point I was like, this is dumb. Um, who cares? Uh, uh, but, you know, the show required it. Um, uh, right. And that's what people wanted. So. But, but I've also, since sort of tapered off uh, paying attention to the news. I, I just pay attention to big headlines because, you know, the, it, the reason the news is constant is because people keep paying attention to it when really, like, you oh, don't yeah. even know every small detail of everything. So. Also, how's the work hours? Like, what goes when? Like, Monday you have off, something like that? Uh, no, I mean, it was, it was a standard, not standard, it was a lot of work. Um, but... Uh, uh, update is slightly different you know our heaviest days were like Thursday Friday um, because that's when the news was most recent and we'd be hitting you know we had to hit Saturday with new news stuff but um, also isn't the pressure to just develop a joke right then and there uh, yeah I mean it's it constant that's constant but uh, um, you know we have a very strong team and then Che and Jost were uh, hey, right so, that yeah yeah um, and so uh, you know, it's when their schedule kind of freed up um, because they also write, you know, sketches and have to oversee everything. Um, and so right. it was dependent on them. Um, but yeah, Monday through Saturday is when we would work. Um, and it would be like, you know, 12 hour days, 13 hour days. Friday was a super long day. Saturday was super long. And then Sunday was chill. Um, yeah. And then we'd be on like three weeks on two weeks off, one week off, three weeks on, four weeks on. Um, nothing like this season where they did six shows in a row, which is just murderous insanity. This, yeah, this season is right now killing it. Like, I'm not sure after who, they haven't announced yet who's coming after Chappelle, but this, the lineup is great, right? Uh, the, just oh, yeah. I mean, the lead up to the election show was fantastic. You know, opening with yeah. Rock and Burr. Um, Issa Rae. Issa Rae, yeah. Uh, Adele was there, Adele was there, which was, which was yeah, very funny. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see who they bring back when, uh, when Christmas, when, you know, I think they're going to be off for like two or three weeks. Um, and then, 
Oh, okay, okay. I don't follow sure the show, that. so I'm not sure they take breaks. Yeah, they take breaks. I mean, it's 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 an insane schedule. They need the breaks. Um, you know, the cast yeah. and the the cast and the writers are working around yeah. the clock, and six shows in a row is fucking crazy. So I'm sure they all <laughs> went nuts and are all just like so relieved to be uh, uh, on break right now, um, and they're gonna enjoy every minute of it for sure. Yeah, I hear all of these stories on Seth Meyers show because he gets the most, he, he brings the most uh, SNL, how can I say, graduates, like something like uh -huh. that. Yeah. And they all talk about their SNL reminiscence and uh -huh. all the stories about SNL over there, I guess. You also mm -hmm. were on uh, Seth Meyers, right? I'm, yes, I was. I did, a, yes. I did, I did a stand-up, that was my debut television set, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, but that was funny. And also it got a good amount of views. Like I, I checked stand-up views. Oh, on the Seth Meyers show and yours like was a good viewership I wanted. Yeah, it's got like 500,000 or something, which is crazy. Right. Um, I'm very proud of that. Um, and that was, a, you know, a lot of fun. Um, my first TV set. I was a bit stiff, mm -hmm. but, you know, uh, if I do it again, I'd definitely be a lot more loose. But yeah, comes with the territory. How, how long have you been doing stand-up, though? Uh, 11 years this year. Um, in August, it was 11 years. Wow. Um, I started this year. <laughs> nice. Good luck. Uh, and, you're in and you're I, where? I'm in India. Where? Oh, okay. Uh, where Bombay. though? Mumbai. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You say Mumbai like, or Bombay? I say Bombay. I like it old school. I, I'm not like, I like Mumbai, but just the, the term Bombay is really nice. I like it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's also it's also the one majorly used in you know what can I say like the rap cultures exist opening up here they start using Bombay and that is uh -huh. like, anyway yeah so I I bombed badly and then they did not call me back <laughs> then they did not let me back for the open mic this was all on Zoom though oh uh, what do you mean you you're not allowed back on an open mic what does that mean so they have a call sheet right they have a just like you have to write your name and they'll keep the first 20 there right uh -huh. and uh, i'm not sure about the first 20 but they say it first 20 but uh, i saw the sheet as well and i was uh, the first time i bombed and it was like really really bad and it was a three uh -huh. minute set and i joked about like i i made a poem uh, like bo burnham type saying that my dad is a you know my dad is a pedophile and stuff like that and just like trying to be funny that was a bad joke uh -huh. <laughs> but I did that. It bombed really bad. And uh, next week I applied again. I had a set of new jokes on it, right? And I just like they didn't reply me back. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's alright. You bomb all the time. You, you guys, you like eleven years. But do you still mm -hmm. bomb? Like, do you have that? Oh yeah, of course thing? you have to. Um, that's the only way. Uh, I mean, it's part. Of, I mean, you don't have to, but it is a function of. Uh, how much you write. Um, but sometimes it's also the crowd, right? Or maybe uh, something no, which it, it, I mean, sure, it can be the crowd, but it's also uh, a function of how much you write. If you write a lot, a lot of it won't be good, but, you know, um, uh, uh, some of it will hit. And then you just got to keep writing so much that at some point, all of the things you write become hits. Right. Um, that just takes a lot of time. Right. Wow, you I when and I was bragging that Nimesh Pradesh is coming on the show, my friend, and uh, he, he was just like, "Oh, wow, that's that's so because you know everyone knows you from the Colombo incident, from the 
podcast jorogan podcast and uh, yeah okay i don't want to ask you about that because that was a very clear, clear vivid story over there thank you yeah <laughs> yeah i'm almost tired of talking about it right all right that's nice all right i i saw you hmm. at uh, the <laughs> I, i didn't know the transition there so i just like skip uh i saw you at the uh, dave chapelle summer camp mhm picture that was how did how did that happen uh i'm i was uh, uh walking in new york one day and i ran into my friend michael che and and che had been invited um and so he just brought uh he brought me along um it was pure coincidence and serendipity and uh um i'm very thankful that i got to go how was it uh, fantastic i mean it was you know crazy to be part of that um right uh and surreal and uh you know the fact that it had a very fondly um because of you know it was a, a moment in history comedy history at the very least you know definitely because right now it's like i think so he he was the very, very first guy who started comedy shows during pandemic what's that he chapelle's summer camp was the first thing which started during pandemic right this is pandemic uh, no i mean there were tons of there were tons of outdoor shows and um the like but you know chapelle's was the one that also the name uh, gives the you know i mean chaded chaded a bunch of shows in new york that were comparable um if not better oh yeah uh, i saw one pick neil brennan was there too i guess uh, i don't know if neil was anywhere um on chay show maybe he was at days but i'm not sure but uh chay did a bunch of shows in new york um in june and july that were like fantastic and um uh, uh drew like 500 people and outdoors and safe and all that stuff um 500 people and this yeah, was in july there. Mm-hmm. I mean there were a lot of people for sure it was a giant parking lot um but wow and, and socially distanced and all that but the the but still why when it is like a lot yeah 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 but uh um what's it called Dave's was consistent and uh um you know it's Dave it, it, you know it's another tier of comic in terms of I mean Che is Che but uh in terms of the ability to draw people and and have people consistently come out and pay you know tons of money Um, right because you know what a great lineup what's that oh yeah i mean state so i was just i was just so thankful that the stars aligned that i even got to be part of it you know it was a small small memory for for dave I'm, i doubt he even remembers who i am but um it was a uh, it was cool to be there right right now with coming to coming back to zoo idea this was your first uh, writing fiction am i right well, i mean i've written tons of uh uh pilots and all that kind of stuff this is the first animated thing i've ever done um that actually okay. got that she that we actually made you know um, i saw your imdb and i apologize i saw imdb they was not they weren't showing the oh no no, no. i mean th- this is this is uh the the i've never written on a scripted program um yeah I've that's that I've, written, I've no. written on I did punch up on Broad City um season 4 or 5 season 4 I think and then but outside of that um I never written on scripted series um this was the first scripted thing I uh uh self produced and um we had financiers uh, uh back a little bit of it um that's nice because animated yeah. also takes money right oh, it takes a lot of money 
Um, right. Uh, and we're thankful yeah. that these investors put their money up and, and kind of just wanted to do it for the purpose of doing art. And I think we did a good job. So. You, you, what, you, okay, this IMDb shows this. Um, I just want to check. You also wrote for the Oscars? Yes. Uh, that was my first writing job. I wrote, I got what? it when Chris Rock saw me doing stand up um, a few months before he got the hosting job. And then when he got the hosting job, he hired me. Um, wow. And uh, uh, me and a few other people. And uh, yeah, that was nuts. It was a, a wild time. Also, also the first job, like first writing job, you know, and that's like the Oscars. Yeah, it was Chris Rock. It was yeah. just like an upper and upper. That's great. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That was a wild year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, but uh, the shows are opening up in USA, right? Uh, slowly, yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely shows happening. You could definitely put shows together. Um, the bigger names are, you know, drawing and 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 uh, uh, selling tickets and stuff. So it's fun. Hmm. Well, I've done I've done a few. I did Patel 2020 in DC. I saw Patel 2020. Thank you. Um, which I, is I have I did basically an hour and a half to two hours. I, I read night. the comment. And you were just like replying to everyone that the crowd was not dull. And you yeah, just it's like, just like I, the audio mixing was just uh, uh, we didn't have enough time to perfect it um, in terms of making it as loud as the crowd was. Um, mm. In the next, I'm putting out a bunch of other stuff from because I did two hours each night. Um, was different uh, material or the same? Well, I did. 40, 30 to 40 minutes of the same stuff. Um, and then wow. an, an hour and change of entirely different stuff because I just got high and, and, and talked to the audience and like riffed and did material and, uh, in and out of stuff. Um, and so that audio mixing, I, my goal was to put out whatever I put out uh, on Monday. Like Patel 2020, I wanted to make sure it came out. It came on, on third November. What's that? Yeah. Came on third uh, November. Yeah, the the day before the election in the states, so it was November second. So maybe it's your third, yeah. Yeah, it was November second for me, and November third for for Indian stuff. For me, but yeah. um, uh, I wanted to make sure it was out before November third, and uh, the editing process was such that uh, uh, I had to edit everything on Sunday, basically. So by the time the audio was mixed and mastered, I got it on Sunday. There was no time to, I got it on Sunday and Monday. There was no time to, uh, to iterate on it a bunch of times. I only iterated on it twice. Um, and each time the audio got better for the crowd, but it wasn't enough time to, to make it perfect. Um, but now for the stuff I put out uh, subsequently, you'll be able to tell, oh shit, this is like, the crowd was, the crowd was not dull. The crowd was, I did four shows. The crowd was incredible each night. It was just a, a function of the fact that the audio, I just didn't have enough time to edit it properly. Um, and the, right. the guy who mixed it, it was no fault of his own. He was just like, he had mastered it. And like, this is what, if, if I were to put out an album um, from the shows, then, mm -hmm. then that audio would be perfect. Because when you put an audio album out, yeah, it's up, really, yeah, it's just, you yeah. want it to focus on your voice. But when you put a show 
out. Mm. You want the you want the people to feel like they're there. Um, the people who are watching, like at home, you want them to feel like they're there. Um, but the audio is mixed as by no fault of anybody's um, mm. uh, to lean towards an album kind of mix. And now now that I have the guy like fixing it or iterating on it again. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean that was, better, that, yeah. was, that, was that was probably like the one flaw with the with the the specials that the audio, the sound, the crowd audio wasn't as good as it could have been. But you know that's yeah, that's sometimes because it. it's it's an upper, right? It just like elevates you for the laugh. It's like the yeah, sitcom exactly. formula which everyone does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it sounds good. It's just not as good as it could be. But I think that, you know if you're not focused on that, if you're focused on the material, like oh shit, this is fantastic. oh it is funny. Yeah. So. But okay, I wanted to ask you about this. When you said one hour, uh, you know, riffing out new material, are these bits planned or were you just improvising on stage? No, I mean the the, uh, the skill set I've developed. I don't give away too much of the secret sauce, but um, I know how to weave in and out of stuff um, and make it seem right. like I'm doing stuff that's natural, but it's not, or make stuff that's not natural seem natural like and a lot of it is i there's definitely crowd work that was definitely just on the spot um right. but i think my favorite show i mean every show was different but um uh what's it called the first show i did pure almost purely crowd work afterwards and uh um none of that was really planned or written pre-written um right. the set the third show uh which i'll put out pretty soon i hope um i i ended up talking to a doctor and now i have a bit on healthcare um, that she had never heard and so i just expanded on that bit yeah while I was, right while i was talking to her um and that was like a lot of fun because i had always wanted to talk to a doctor about healthcare in in the exact setting that I had just done it. Um, and so that, that bit, that was like half riffed, half written. Um, uh, but it seemed like the first time um, that I was saying all that shit. But uh, 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 when that comes out, you'd be like, oh, okay, this is like, I was very proud of the conversation we had. Um, and it was very fun and, and informative to the point where people were like, talk about something else. <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> but I was also high in my mind. Right. But also now this comes to another question that how, and I know this depends, but on an average, I'm asking, how long does it take for you to come up with a bit that's solid, that's gold, like you can try it out on Conan or Seth Myers or something else, like on a talk show? Oh, I mean, it takes, I don't know. I've gotten better at making bits that I think are not perfect, but um, are better than, you know, a lot of other bits that I've done in the past. Um, that are just, and that's just a function. Also, of you done. improve, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just you know uh, uh, the function of being better at comedy in general, but also like the iterative process that comedy requires has gone away for a lot of people, um, myself included. You know, I can't get on. I could if I wanted to uh, get on stage every night. They just want to be the best stages, you know um there's tons of spots that i could be doing um and maybe you know uh once i'm done with all the stuff i have going on right now like writing wise 
um, I will refocus my energies on on getting on stage. But I also I also haven't spent a lot of time writing any new material because I've been so focused on Patel 2020 and the subsequent stuff. So now I have to go watch all that. So what is Patel 2020 though? Is it like a series type? Patel 2020 um, was the name of I mean is the name of that half hour I put out, but it's more. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, but it's is gonna it something be a, of like a. It's, yeah, it's going to be a compilation of uh, um, all the stuff that I did in D.C. Um, you know, I did, like I said, I did probably six to seven hours of total stage time um, right. in four days. And uh, uh, a lot of it was that material that, that's out there right now that I put out at Patel 2020. But a lot of it yeah. was also talking and, and finding new bits and uh, uh, finally putting on tape bits I've been meaning to put on tape, but just didn't have the crowd to do it. You know, like I've been meaning to talk a lot of shit about India and Modi. Um, and I was loosely able to do that. Uh, um, you you can talk about it. We can't. Yeah, I mean, that's sad. But uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, there's very few places in America where you could go talk shit about Narendra Modi and have a white audience be like, oh yeah, we understand what you're talking about, you know, so um, that's Also, Hasan Minaj made him a little bit famous too. What's that? Hasan Minaj also did an episode on Patriot Act, so I think Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Mine, mine obviously is not a a full episode or a deep dive, it's more just like Narendra Modi's a clown Um, (laughs) uh, uh, and that I won't say anything on it don't um uh anyone you know you'll see the bit it's it's about hindus and 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 india um and as a hindu myself it's it's fun to take people to task um and so that's all a bunch of stuff that like i've been meaning to put out um but i had no real way to to do it on stage in new york um but in dc with like my audience a lot of you know a lot of audience was Indian expats, people from India who lived in DC and are fans and they'd come out to see me, which is really cool to right. see, which makes me think like if I were to go to India, like I could probably do some decent well, sure, yeah. Like, you know. Um, but I think now, a lot of this, people my fans. This is the one last question. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I, I do have to run. <laughs> this that key, uh, if you're saying that uh, you're putting out your material, whatever you're mm-hmm. doing, mm-hmm. don't you fear that uh, you, you know, I, I, I'm just asking you, but don't you fear that, uh, you know, you might not have something for the stage? You might don't, you might not have new material or you'll just have to rewrite uh, new material? That's a, that's a fear that uh, someone who's been doing comedy for a year might have, um, but, uh, or who had just started, but you quickly, or you should know immediately that if you think you're going to run out of material, then you shouldn't be doing comedy in the first place. Um, you should always, you should, you should have the ability to generate stuff. And, you know, and a lot of that is the challenge of generating stuff. Like you should not be afraid to, to generate new stuff that you think, uh, is funny and make funny. And, you know, uh, if you're dead on inspiration, you can, um, find yeah, you can always look around though. Yeah. You can always, you know, there's you ways catch to an get... idea. What's that? You can, you know, like, I mean, I've heard some comics do that, that they check someone else, they can see that they have a new take on this and they can start doing that joke. I, mean, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with 
aping what someone else is. I don't agree with aping what someone else is doing, but I do think like, you know, inspiration can come from reading books, um, you know, living a life that isn't fault solely focused on writing jokes constantly. It's more just like uh, if you can apply your comedy mindset to just living life, then you will be subconsciously writing funny things and then you just gotta have the discipline to put it down on paper. Um, uh, and a lot of that is just like, you know, writing down what happened today, uh, thoughts that you may have randomly had. And so the short answer is no, I'm not afraid of running out of stuff um, because right. uh, uh, if I were, I wouldn't be doing this in the first place. Um, you you can't right. be afraid of that. You have to put and, and you know the the comedy distribution model has just changed. Um, it's important to put everything you have out there. And then you know when I go to a club or a show, um, it's good to have stuff in the back pocket. But it's also good to have like, you know, clubs are fun for me because. I can go, if I can draw at a club and sell tickets to a club and I can tell people, hey, this is a good workout show. Like I'm going to be doing crowd work and, and figuring out new stuff I want to talk about. Um, people already have the expectation. You know, it's not like, I'm not going to walk into a theater and do brand new stuff, you know, but if I'm going to be at a club, I'll have my notes on stage and figure stuff out, you know? Okay. Yeah, right. I mean, 20, hopefully I'll be in India soon. Um, is India unlocking or is it fucking oh, still raging it's bad huh it's bad but people are still roaming like nothing ever happened got it the fear is yeah. like zero percent but are, are venues open are things open it's opening it's like uh -huh. 80 cinemas are opening from uh just like three days in, in three days mm -hmm. and uh 50 occupancy right now but hopefully it'll increase and mm -hmm. ma marriage ceremonies and all, again, I'm not sure about marriage ceremonies, but it's opening. It's all opening up. Okay, interesting. So yeah, maybe 2021, uh, late 2021, I, I can make an appearance in India, hopefully. Yeah, where are you from India though? Bombay or oh, I'm Gujarati. I'm Gujarati. Um, oh, I'm Gujarati too, but are you from yeah. Gujarat? Uh, yeah, my parents are. Um, I, I was born and raised in New Jersey, but uh, my parents are from right. uh, Ahmedabad and Barodra. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you so much for coming in. Hey, thank, thank you, man. You. Thank you. This was fun. Um, best of luck with everything. Stay safe out there. Um, Patel2020.com and Zuidias.com. All, right. All right. Thank you so Thanks, much. Bye -bye. Hey.